All right, the man pulverizing this water bag right now will be making his long-awaited return to center ring on tonight's main event, Mr. T. Mr. T, if I could have your attention. T. What you want, fool? Don't you say I'm trying to work out, trying to get ready? You don't come interviewing nobody when they're working out. Now get that microphone out of my face. Oh, now, wait a minute now. I was just trying to explain to our audience that you're going to be putting on the gloves tonight against battling Bob Orton, Cowboy Bob Orton. Mr. T, please. Let me tell you something. This ain't gonna be no fight. This is gonna be a war. I'ma smash the chump. When I get finished with him, he's gonna look like you. Welcome to the Wrestling Owl Show. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. All right, Chris. It's time for the second Saturday Night's Main Event of 1986. Yeah. Specifically, what date is that, Chris? It is March 1st, 1986, was when this aired. Taped from Phoenix, Arizona. Ah, so just nice. a few weeks before WrestleMania 2. Yeah, it seems like they don't really have their card together. It's almost like they mm-hmm. put the card together like on this show. Yeah, they don't really talk about it. But some stuff That's that happens on to. this show leads directly into Mania. Oh, yeah. Three... Even though they still don't really talk about it. Yeah, three of the marquee matches were definitely, you know, all the seeds were yeah. were planted. And, uh, they, like, yeah, we're, we're just... We're used to build it up for a month and from yeah, at least the Royal Rumble, yeah. Talk about it in the booth during each match, and although but, a bunch of the filler matches get solidified like the week or two before sure, Mania, I'm still sure. even now, but yeah. I always wonder about Mania too, like if they just drew straws backstage, <laughs> like, right? Or like little, yeah, like the Royal Rumble balls, you know? Okay, yeah. and one says. Tumbling. But yeah, thank you. One says New York, one says L.A., and one says oh, right. Chicago. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, continuing on, like I said, 86, it really starts to get pretty decent. And uh, after that first one, I was thinking there was going to be maybe a drop-off. And there might have been a little bit of one, but mm-hmm. it was still, I think, a pretty consistently entertaining show, would you yeah, say? Yeah, it was a more well-put-together wrestling show, I think. It wasn't as... Like, let's do this crazy, wacky stuff to get, like, non-fans to come watch it as well as wrestling fans. This was more just a straight-ahead wrestling show, I think. Yeah, and maybe they figured, okay, well, they, I mean, at that point, they had seen the ratings for the other one, so they yeah. like, okay, we can do kind of stick with what we know, and that's right. actually a good thing in this yeah. instance. It, it does make for better shows. Yeah. Uh, so... What was the, uh, I forget, what was the kickoff match tonight? Uh, well, it starts off, there's, they have to set up some stuff, and so you have Mr. T uh, punching a heavy bag, and he's talking uh, to Gene, so Mr. T's going to be boxing, because on, uh, I guess it was the Piper's Pit, like, um, Piper, Piper and Orton were in there, and Orton had this thing where he's going to box, he's going to box someone, he doesn't care who it is, yeah. and Piper's really, like, the voice guy, and he's sure. saying he'll fight anybody that's ever wrestled in the WWF before, He'll fight him. He'll box him in the ring. And so Hogan says, well, I got a friend that you said anybody, right? And, and Piper's so, like, you got friends? What did this happen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, you have a friend? He said, yeah, I have a friend. Yeah. He's good. And, We're going to watch a lot of TV shows. He'll yeah. come over later. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so on this show, the first match is a boxing match scheduled for 10 rounds. It is Ace Cowboy Bob Orton with Piper in his corner versus Mr. T without Hogan in his corner. Yeah. He did not help his friend out. No, and you know who I feel extra bad for in all of this? Who's that? The Haiti kid. Like, I I, I don't, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I could have sworn that at this point Piper had already shaved the Haiti kid's hair. Right. Maybe he did it after Mania 2, but that that wasn't talked about, so I hope that's the case. Uh, Well, more on that later. But uh, speaking of which, that boxing match. Yeah. (laughs) 
It was a boxing match, sort of. As, it as, was a wrestling boxing match. As wrestling boxing matches go, it's still not one of the better yeah. ones. It's Thankfully, it only lasted like just a few seconds into the second. Yeah, that seems to be the case every time. Yeah. Like I said, it's no... It was no Andre Monsoon, and it was no Bart Gum Butterbean, so right. therefore, it just I can't recommend it right. on on that uh, you know on principle. So yeah, but it, it leads directly into the, even though they don't really say like they're gonna fight at Mania, it leads directly into the Mania two boxing match between Piper and T because after the match, Orton and Piper double team Mister T and whip him with a belt. Yes. Uh, yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Chris, because this puts forward the fact that WWE does not seem to be editing, and, and as well as they shouldn't, yeah. because they should stick by their history. Yeah. Uh, they they do not edit commentary, because Jesse Ventura clearly said it looks like Roots 2 out there, Yeah, and uh, everybody gets really uncomfortable in the room right away, <laughs> at least we did. Yeah, so. yeah, and I mean, Piper did a lot of, well, I mean, WWF at the time had a lot of stuff like not a ton i guess yeah but especially the stuff with piper yeah tended towards the uncomfortable even then but especially today you kind of did it for a few more years yeah. after that too actually. Yeah. but yeah this is i you know this boxing match made me think of i saw uh, a few years ago i saw an interview with randy orton and he said that he took the bus to school like the next monday and he was getting a lot of heat from his schoolmates over mm. his dad, Mr. T. He's oh, just yeah. like, my dad does what he wants. Right. <laughs> so I just, that made me think of it. I thought that was really cute that he yeah. brought that up. So it's kind of like, you know, some of the stories that Cody tells about his dad. But, right. But Orton probably had it really bad because his dad was going up against Hogan sure. and Mr. T. And it's like, how... It's like he probably had to be, like, super popular and super unpopular at the same time. Right. Because, you know, hey, there's a there's a link to fame. But at the same time, like, your dad's an asshole. Right? <laughs> like, uh, I can only imagine what that was like. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Made me think of that. <laughs> yeah. But going into the next match, it is King Kong Bundy with Bobby Heenan facing a guy that I had never heard before this match, Steve Gatorwolf. Yes. I like the name. Yeah, yeah, Gator you like Wolf. that? Yeah. I wonder and... what a Gatorwolf would look like. <laughs> Sounds like one of those sci-fi movies. I was just Gator exactly. Wolf. Yeah. yeah, Gatorwolf versus Actually, Sharktopus. Yeah. yeah, I should write that up. Yeah, you could. I mean, that that's good hack money. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, right. you know. So, just do it under assumed name. You're good. Sure. Uh, do it under Steve Gatorwolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it, Steve Strongbow, because I, I didn't know Gatorwolf until last week. As luck would have it, I was watching a prime time wrestling episode and I saw Steve Gatorwolf wrestling. I think he was wrestling Greg Valentine. Okay. So I was like, oh, hey, this is the second match I've seen of him now. Nice. So, and he's just there to get Bundy over for his title match at Mania Two, which. Seems to not even be happening at this point. That's what I was going to say. Gator Wolf is kind of a stand-in because Bundy is fighting Gator Wolf, but he's really thinking of Hogan. Yeah. Like he, before the match, he's talking to Gene and just yelling, like, I want Hogan. And yeah, so this is really, he's his sights are set on Hogan and he can't see anyone else. Yeah, and I couldn't see a splash, so I can't really recommend this Bundy match as a whole. Yeah, I'd it's, say, it's really short. It's not as short as the Mania match that he had, but it was yeah. it was really short. Yeah, I I, I can't I, on principle. I if I see an avalanche in the corner, I have to see a splash afterwards from Bundy. <laughs> Bundy did not deliver a splash. We got a five count yeah. out of it, but yeah, I just can't recommend it. So yeah. it disappointed me a little bit. And I love yeah. Bundy, so I just but I you know well I didn't expect like a surprise <laughs> match out of someone named Steve Gatorwolf. So. No, 
Yeah. No offense to the guy. No, sure he's, no. sure he's a pleasant man. <laughs> yeah, nice guy. All due respect. All due yeah. respect. Uh, so yes, yeah, so that that's going to be a thing that goes on throughout the entire show. Yeah. So, but speaking of Hogan, he's in the next match. The again defending his WWF title this time against the magnificent Morocco with. Bobby Heenan as his manager because Mr. Fuji apparently has the flu. Yes, or the Asian flu, as Mean Gene said. Yeah. So that's uh, strike number two yeah. on the commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, hey, at least they committed that there was a shot backstage of Fuji laying down with like a like one of those like you know bags over your head like with yeah, yeah. An ice pack on his head and the heating <laughs> pad on his stomach yeah he's like oh I'm so sick you yeah. know so at least uh, they they had some video evidence to sure. back up this claim yeah, it's proof otherwise I would have smelled a rat right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was it was cool seeing Bobby manage Morocco I never knew yeah. that actually happened and uh, with the role the quote unquote role that Hogan's been on with these Saturday Night's Main Event matches as you know I really dig Morocco so. I was hoping for a good match. It wasn't Terry Funk good. Yeah. But it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. It was more of a typical Hogan match. Yeah, like um, you were saying. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. he... And one one thing I noticed is like he's wearing the yellow trunks for the first time. Yeah. That I can remember in any of these because he's wearing... He was wearing white for a bunch of them and then the blue trunks in the last one, I believe. But in this one, he's wearing the Hogan yellow trunks and this is a very... Hogan match with everything you'd expect. Yeah, exactly. Like dominance, getting beat up for a little while, and then hulking up and, and finishing. And the extra point, the back raking. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like well, that. Morocco did the back rakes, too. He did do it first, but, yeah. man, and all these matches, and we haven't brought this up enough, Hogan does a lot of that dirty shit. Like, yeah. back, like even when it's unprovoked, right. he does a lot of back rakes. He does a lot of just yeah. real crazy ball-spiking stuff, right. which is not becoming of a babyface role model hero champion. Yeah, Jesse is always right when right. he says that. Mm-hmm. I, I I know I'm a big Jesse Mark, but he is always right on the money and calls it like it is. Tells it like he sees it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you can be biased both ways. It's like talking politics. Like, you're going to be biased and you're going to excuse or you're going to praise or denounce the exact same thing for different reasons. Yeah, but but Hogan cheats way too much for a babyface. Always <laughs> did. Yeah. Always did. So, and I was really hoping to see a two. Even if he was going to Hulk up, I was really hoping to see the Tombstone pile drive around Morocco. Right. I, I expect too much sometimes. However, it would have been nice to see. They were even talking about the setup of it, yeah. and then it didn't happen. So yeah. th- that that's that's a shame, right there. Yeah. You don't talk about it, and then have it not happen at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's how I feel. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it was all right. Once again, not not the Terry Funk great match from Florida, but sure. it, it was it was all right, and it served a purpose. Yeah. And so after this match, uh, you can probably guess who the winner was. Yeah, and, and yeah, if you've seen WrestleMania two, and most of you probably have, you've seen the rewind on this. So this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, after the match, King Kong Bundy shows back up and attacks Hogan. So it's basically a triple team of Bundy, Morocco, and uh, Heenan, all uh, just really destroying Hogan. Yeah, and Bundy doing the the lion's share of the work and he gets the I think he does the avalanche and then he does a bunch of splashes yeah uh, to the front and the back of Hogan yeah and and stretched him out of there and Hogan is off to the hospital I noticed something out of the corner of my eye that one of the ambulance attendants was referee Joey Morella (laughs) and his dad was also there going to the hospital with Hogan Along with his son, so I was like, ah, you know, usually when they have these ambulance guys, they're usually completely anonymous guys, and they probably even get the real thing. Yeah. 
But I was like, hey, that's Joey Morella. Yeah. That might be one of his first on-camera things. Yeah. So, was he not revving at this point? I don't think so. I, I feel like he wasn't. I don't remember seeing him in any of these main events we've watched so far. Yeah, they haven't rotated a lot of the younger guys in yet, so yeah. he's not there yet. Uh, it's a lot of, like, older Bronco Lubitsch-looking guys. Sure. <laughs> and, and Dave Hebner at this yeah. point, so... Uh, yeah, Tease, Earl will be around a couple of years. Yeah. And uh, making a, the craziest referee debut ever. But anyway, before all that, Hogan's off to the hospital. And, of course, we're going to talk about this the rest of the show. We're not, but yeah. they're going to. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that adds to what I was talking about of this being, like, a pro wrestling show. That it yeah. it ties the show together. Like, the Bundy thing lasted over two segments. The, mm-hmm. uh, the Mr. T thing lasted a couple segments. This thing is going to last for the rest of the show. So it ties mm-hmm. it together. So it's a, be- it's a better, more co- cohesive... Uh, like pro wrestling television show, I think, and that's that's this plays a big part in it. Hogan's thing. Yeah, is it, are they, you know, knowing that people have more access to see it in their homes this year? Yeah. With the with the cable box being huge at this point, yeah. and the fact that this is going to be the first WrestleMania on a, on a pay per view basis. Yeah. Uh, it's it's well promoted uh, as far as just you're you're building it off of one, of a one match intrigue sure. and 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 two for kind of a double main event status. Yeah. And, yeah, not for nothing, but the main event in Chicago, which was the tag title match. Yeah. Yeah, good build on that one, too, actually. Now yeah. I think about it. So they did their job for Mania, too. Right. Even if you said, like, Even they, they drew out from the rest of it. They didn't directly say, like, at Mania this is going to happen. But yeah. they built, built towards it pretty well. Yeah. Because the next match on this show, on this main event, was a tag title match. The dream team of Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who are the champs with their manager, Luscious Johnny Valiant. Defending the title against the British Bulldogs with Captain Lou. Still always weird seeing Captain Lou manage them, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But, mm-hmm. you know, hey. But, yeah, I hadn't seen this match before, so I was really excited to yeah. see it. And it, it didn't let me down. I, yeah, I was good. really enjoyed this match a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't really go wrong with these four guys. Yeah. And, and once again, I I feel like people even kind of dismiss Beefcake, especially at this point. But Beefcake right. definitely holds his own. He was, he was one of my favorites around this time. Yeah. Like, the barber. He was yeah. definitely up there. Yeah, maybe a little bit after this, but yeah, he yeah, because he, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I liked him quite a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> there was a point where Dynamite completely outran <laughs> Brutus, and Brutus was like, "Okay, yeah. no move. Yeah, let's just try yeah. something He's else." Like, yeah, because <laughs> they kind of screwed up a little bit, but it was probably like I said, it's just because Dynamite Kid was so fast, <laughs> ridiculous. And then there was another part in there. I think Valentine had uh, Dynamite Kid uh, down for a pin. I think it was. Yeah, yeah and then like. Uh, or maybe it was the other way around. Oh, when he had his foot on the rope? No, oh. it was, I think it was the other way around, and then, uh, like, Beefcake comes to the ring and, like, jukes, and, like... Uh, <laughs> he completely the, faked him out. Yeah, yeah, Davy Boy completely goes the wrong way and has to run all the way around the ring. It was funny. Literally running yeah. ra- laps around his partner. Yeah, and yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna, I get to break up the pin. This right. is great. Yeah, but it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed this match. And, and like you said when we were watching, cool finish. Yeah, I like the finish. It, it really leads into that match that they're going to have in Chicago. Yeah, it, it leaves them with more stuff to settle because there was a definite winner in this match but it wasn't a definite finish like it left things open to uh i still need to prove something you know that kind of thing yeah and they showed the finish of their first meeting before the match and man i think that should have been the finish it made yeah that should have been the finish of like the series because it was yeah it wasn't good it was really cool. Yeah. They need to swap the Mania 2 finish with that first meeting and right. then have that one in there. And then you have like a perfect three-match series. Yeah. 
but it was still super. Yeah, it was still. They were all, so. all well. I haven't seen the one that they replayed there, but the sure. two matches we saw were were good. Yeah, very solid, very yeah. solid, good stuff. And I'm just already way more entertained because I'm more of a tag team wrestling fan than almost anything else. So. Yeah. But then directly after that, we get an update on Hogan. He's still at the hospital, and there's no word. So even though this is taped, they're kind of playing it like it's kind of live kind of thing. But there is good news on the horizon. Yeah. But while Hogan might be completely injured or dead or something, we're going to play a music video of Hulk Hogan's new theme song, Real American. Oh, man. And it's a glorious thing. It is a glorious thing. Uh, If you haven't seen this, I mean, this is one of those things that's so bad, but... I can recommend this show decently enough. You stick around yeah. for the video. Because, yeah. oh, man, it is... Like, the next show you're going to hear from us, I believe, is actually going to be the WrestleMania 2 episode. Mm. And I remember the opening of that where they show all these great American icons like mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, Martin Luther King, John F. Kennedy, yeah. and Hulk Hogan. You're right. <laughs> That's this is how Vince is positioning him. Well, and it's yeah. just pretty amazing. Like just to spoil one little bit in there, like speaking of like great Americans, there was a shot of Hogan's singing head pasted over the top of Mount Rushmore. So the symbolism there is fairly obvious and <laughs> and quite spectacular. It is just like, something else. <laughs> it's it's great. It, I like I I think all like whoever came up with this video obviously was thinking, like, whoever edited it together, was obviously thinking of, like, symbolism that they needed to connect Hogan to American things with. Yeah. And they did it in the most blatant and obvious and hilarious way. Like, at the end, he's riding a motorcycle, so they put, like, a little circle of a picture of a cowboy riding a horse in the same way that Hogan's riding a motorcycle. So just <laughs> connecting those two images together in the most ridiculous fashion. Because everything that Hogan does is for us and for this country. Right. So, of course, yeah, he's like he a, may be riding a motorcycle, right. but to us, he's riding a horse and yeah, and killing a, a savage somewhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where there's just so many great shots in there. And like you yeah. said, like the first part of it, it was almost like a... Like a literal interpretation of the lyrics yeah. like the, <laughs> sing the lyrics to real american in your head and then like the think of yeah think of stuff that would happen in the ring that exactly expresses exactly what the lyrics are saying and that's what they did it's just yeah. so silly yeah we could film school this all day yeah. and i would but yeah, uh, yeah we, we should we need to bail out of yeah. this yeah. <laughs> but man go but watch, it. I, watch it i if, if you don't watch anything else on this show watch that <laughs> the tag man. Yeah, oh yeah i mean at the end, he said, uh, you know, make sure you train hard. I'm like, I think I trained pretty hard watching that because my ribs got a hell of a workout. Right. <laughs> but then there's still more on this show, more from Phoenix. Uh, the last match on the show is Junkyard Dog versus the now adorable Adrian Adonis with Jimmy Hart. Yeah, and Adrian was like on the second or third main event, I think. Uh, was it? Because like I was trying to remember where it was, but I was looking back over the notes. I didn't see him. Yeah, so. but he was in there. He, he, was, was, he was somewhere. Yeah, I want to say he was on the second show. But anyway, yeah, he was tough guy, Brooklyn Adrian, and yeah. now he's adorable. Right. And making his debut on Saturday Night's Main Event, according to Gene, yeah. who, you know, has a, a, not a great long-term memory, apparently. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, well, he's fighting JYD. This is going to give you uh, Mania 3 flashbacks. Right. Because you're going to see a guy wrestling Jakar Dog who is going to bump his ass all over the ring. Yeah. And... you. Know, 
get nothing less. Out oh of yeah, it was the great super, Adrian Adonis. super duper over the top. Like yeah. all of his reactions and Jimmy Hart too. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Hart was doing he was doing the same thing. Like both of those guys were just flopping themselves all over the inside and outside of the ring. I really don't know if you could. Uh, I think, with the exception of Bobby Heenan and Mr. Perfect, I don't know if you could come up with a better bunch of guys to put together as wrestler manager than yeah. those two guys. Right? It's just like they they were made for each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So it was it was kind of a fun match, but it, I couldn't say it was a great match. No, I I, I can't recommend it as a whole, yeah. but I'm always going to be entertained, especially when Adrian's in it. Yeah. I mean that's just. You know, I was even asking Chris, do you think that could work today, you know, in this modern yeah, era? Yeah, I think it's too over the top for something like WWE. And I would definitely agree with you. I just, I don't know how they could position a guy to do something exactly almost like that yeah. and be, and he wouldn't be a title contender. I mean, I, yeah. just, I just don't see it. It's too much of a comedy act for it to get anything yeah. past a comedy act. Yeah, but but I, I grew up on that, and I grew up on the honky tonk man having the title for yeah. fifteen months. Yeah, and he was kind of like that too, a little, yeah, a little obviously bit. a little more dialed down, but at the yeah. same time, man, that guy, that guy could do some crazy bumps, and he was just fun to watch. But yeah, I, I guess the time has passed. Kind of makes me sad a little bit. You yeah, know? yeah, different but, era. We still have the network, so you can watch him. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. That makes me feel better, actually. Yeah, Thank you, Chris. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. So that's the whole show, isn't it? That's it. That's right. how it ended. We got a little bit of an update from Hogan, but <laughs> it was just Vince saying, Hogan called and said he's never going to give up or something along those lines. And sure. Yeah. While they were just... It wasn't even... It was just a shot of the ring. Like You couldn't even see Vince and Jesse, and they were yeah. just closing out the show for two segments. Well, as over the top as the Hogan video was, I almost half expected the doctor to be like, well... We had to open him up, yeah. and it looks pretty bad in there. Buddy did a real huge job on him. Right. I mean, he was internally bleeding. Like, I mean, he was probably not going to make it. Right. And, uh, but maybe, maybe we can clear him to wrestle in like two mm-hmm. or three weeks. And it was his vitamins and his prayers that saved his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's really what I expected him to say. Yeah. And unfortunately, <laughs> we got a really boring uh, promo from that doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so, Doctor Howard, I define. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Was my Three Stooges reference for the entire series. <laughs> it's a shot. It's done. Right. Speaking of done, yeah, let's rank them, Chris. All right. Well, coming in at the bottom of the barrel is the shortest match on the card. It is Steve Gatorwolf versus King Kong Bundy. I'm going to venture to say Steve Gatorwolf's one and only Saturday Night's main event. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Probably. Um, coming in at number four is the boxing match. It actually beat a wrestling match. <laughs> it is Bob Orton versus Mr. T. So a bad boxing match that goes at least a round and some change will beat a, you know, 30-second squash match. Yeah. We have now determined this in our lab. <laughs> Coming in at number three is the over-the-top shenanigans of Adrian Adonis versus Junkyard Dog. Solid. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Coming in at number two is the WWF title match, the champ Hogan defending against the Magnificent Morocco. And the Hogan streak is broken. And we've been very scientific about this, I feel, but there's no way you can justify not putting number one at the top here. Yeah. Like, over this match. It's just, you just can't do it. Which is the tag titles, the British Bulldogs versus the Dream Team of Greg Valentine and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Right on. I'm I'm cool with that. And, yeah. Look forward to especially watching that match at Mania Two once we do it. Yeah, here, Chris. You know, yeah. So, so yeah. out of this, I mean, I would watch this show as a whole, 
But, like, individual matches, mm, I mean, I could kind of recommend the tag match, but the WrestleMania 2 match is a little bit better, probably. Yeah. And so I couldn't, I wouldn't recommend any individual match, but I would recommend watching this show as a whole, I think. You were saying before, this is kind of how you book a modern wrestling show. Yeah. So if, if you're looking into the ins and outs of how you do that and build intrigue, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, individual matches, some of them are better than others. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the way 86 is going so far, so I'm looking forward yeah. to doing the rest of these. Sure. And if you are looking forward to it as well, uh, let us know. How can they do that, Chris? <laughs> they can go to our Facebook and leave us a message, and you can find our Facebook from cnjradio.com. Click on the Wrestling House Show, and also on cnjradio.com are the family of CNJ Radio podcasts and websites, Rock Strikes 10, The Synaptic, and The Last Theater on the left. All right. We'll see you guys at WrestleMania House Show 2. Train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, be true to yourself, true to your country, be a real American.